And you're locked on to DRM1 United. This is Sound Bites. It is one minute past six. How are you? I'm hey, very well, Rusty. Yourself? <laughs> for some reason, I was going to call you Paul. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's one of those weeks for me, calling everyone by the wrong name. And it's Friday afternoon. It's Friday afternoon, time to hit the pub. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish the show first. Oh, damn. <laughs> Can't we just do it from the court? Um, <laughs> But on today's show, we are talking uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah. Um, it's a bit above my scope. I think I could have done with some AI this week. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe to wake me up sometimes. Uh, but uh, what what is AI? So generally speaking, uh, we're looking at uh, artificial intelligence being uh, anything that uh, can be classified either as narrow AI, so task-specific, uh, or there's general AI, which is yet to actually uh, be developed, uh, or there is strong AI. Bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. Stephen! I'm sorry! We're live on air, you bastard! Oh. That's going to make the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so much for professional. <laughs> and our sleep dogs. <laughs> okay, anyway, so we're talking about narrow cast, general cast, and, and strong, strong cast. Strong AI. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm replacing Steve with an AI machine. Oh, uh, <laughs> wouldn't be hard. <laughs> it doesn't need to be a machine. <laughs> no, <laughs> One of those you know, drinking duck bobbing <laughs> head things would do. <laughs> uh, okay, and apparently there's two types of AI. So that's type one, and type two is those four ones that I gave. Ah, you. the re- the reactive, limited memory, theory of mind, and self awareness. So, so somehow we went from uh, having just the general AI stuff over to having two types, different t- type of AIs. But I think we're, we're going to try to keep it simple tonight because I know that I could do with some simple. AI yeah, lesson. Yeah. I don't want it to get too uh, technical speak. Cause nah, well, I don't think either of us are experts on this topic. I'd love to nah, hear from someone who is studying this stuff. I just code for a living, so yeah. um, I can tell you that computers are dumb and, <laughs> and it's really whatever the developer tells it to do that it does. Oh, but see, um, this, is, this is the next step. The computers are going to not be dumb. Code itself. The co- yeah. Yeah, I... I We've got problems if computers are coding computers. But do we? That's this oh, is totally. What, this, is, this is what totally the, we've got the, problems. But this is what the the whole uh, debate is about. I mean, we obviously look at our machines and our computers now, and we sort of go, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, they can barely get the boom gates to open properly. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried about AI, but but think of it like malware because malware is technically an AI. The developer has coded a code to spread and to grow and to go and infect other computers. It's not the developer going and putting that malware on a computer anymore. It's the code doing that. The code is replicating itself, which is a form of AI. So there can be good AI and there can be bad AI. But see, this is this is the thing, though. Now, now we're going into that realm of putting. like a values, does a, will AI actually understand value? Will it, will it understand what uh, values we have as societies and cultures? God, no. um, like, for example, that example of the malware, um, that, that replicates because someone with malicious intent set it off on that path. But, you know, when, when we start talking about um, general AI, which hasn't been developed and, and neither has super intelligence, super AI, um, 
you're now looking at something that will actually potentially have the ability to make those sorts of decisions for itself. So, you know, when, when you consider that, you know, we consider ourselves to be the smartest species on the planet, and we are, um, unless there's this, something smarter that's hiding from us. And Well, I, 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 I probably would if I was I, there. I would have thought bees were smarter than us. Than us. I would also would think organized. Gold, I would also think goldfish are smarter than us. Yeah, but do they produce art? Do they compose music? But uh, they don't need to. No, but they're, they're, but those are all indications of <laughs> of intelligence. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, is Donald Trump smart or intelligent? Well, look, he can stand upright. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, bag him all you want, and I'm certainly no fan of him. But look, where you know he became president he of the did, United States. He did say one thing today. Um, which I've got to say, well done to him. He, a reporter did say, if the you get told that you're not the president next uh, with the... Electoral College. Electoral College, thank you. Um, will you leave the White House? And he said, yes, I will, of course, yeah, leave the that, White House. That, that's just a demonstration of his narcissism. I mean, only a narcissist would say, on my terms, will I leave the White House? Mate, you've been voted out. Well, it's not up to you to decide that you're going to leave just because the Electoral College says you're, going to, you're, you're no longer president. But that's the thing. That, that's kind of how the US works. It's not the popular vote that wins. It's the Electoral College that votes to, to the election. And that's the thing. Like Hillary Clinton technically won the popular vote. Yeah, but that, she, she received three million more votes spread out over the entire... Country, country as opposed as opposed to winning the majority in each state. Yeah, look, um, but I, look, and I'm that's certainly a different, yeah. that's a different conversation. But um, and we won't go into politics because trust me, politics is messy. Um, but AI does play a role in it. Um, voting machines now are artificially counting the votes as they get recorded, um, and you have. Let's look at Teslas. They are technically self-driving. That's a form of AI. Uh, you have the stock market, which operates very much to, as an AI indicator to tell where the stocks are going and the predictions. Uh, horse racing, car racing, like any sports betting pla- uh, platform uses AI. Um, I'm well, that, sure. that's, that's all that number crunching and statistics. and uh, Medical research uses AI. Yeah. Definitely with the COVID virus, and and again, that's that they are great examples of limited or narrow AI um, that is working for us. Mm. So you know, and, and this is where you know the debates are coming in. There is one debate that's sort of saying, look, general intelligence or super intelligence AI is going to be the greatest invention we've ever come up with because it's going to really be able to get to the bigger problems that humanity struggles with, such as climate change or better economic models that make sure that everybody is fed water. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, we, we would hope so. I, I, I can come up with a number of problems with that, and that is the machine will turn on the humans and we but will all but be... But that's the second camp. That's the second camp saying, um, hold on a minute, uh, you, you assume that if the box of machinery goes rogue... We just turn it off, fix it, and turn it back on again. But what if the machine doesn't let you turn it off? That's right. Or what if it manipulates you into keeping it going? So imagine you're the one who goes, oh, look, there's something wrong with it. And it says, by the way, I've almost figured out how to cure your partner's Alzheimer's or, you know, just I just need a few more days or hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, <laughs> it's, I, I think. So, so, so there's not only... Turn is it, it off. <laughs> 
Turn it off. And, uh, we don't want to cure Parkinson's. No, yes, we do. Yeah, we uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine if that was the next big thing that blew up? Um, no. But right now, we're going to go to some music because uh, we've got a lot of uh, content to give you. Lots of music to play. Uh, this is Jessica Melboy, Been Waiting. We've got new music as well coming up in just a little while from UK Group Steps. They just released a new album. Um, it has a huge ABBA vibe. I'm going to play a song while we're in the break so that you can judge it for yourself. I don't think you've, you've heard the new album, I have haven't you? heard it, no. Oh, my goodness. You're going to love yeah. this album, All right. I think. Um, anyway, here's, here's Jessica Melboy. We've been waiting. Stick around. Stay tuned. DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. That is something in your eyes by steps. Uh, giving me huge ABBA vibes. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. It's just giving me... And, and the music video for that show, uh, for that song is very ABBA. Well, it's, a real, real nostalgia for it. It is. It's a great song. I had to... I actually had to buy the album to add it to the station. Oh, well. So, well done steps for making me yeah. buy the album. Um, anyway, we are talking AI, AI computers, AI technology, AI in general, and we got in the break. We we're talking about. Um, oh, I was trying to make the assumption of uh, look at the. I think it was an Airbus A three eighty. A three eighty, yeah. Um, for Qantas, who had an AI computer on board. Um, however, the pilots were the one who stopped the plane from falling out of the sky, because as Airbus came out and said. If the AI had done what it wanted to do, which was shut everything off, well, we would have had a plane hmm. in the ground. And and uh, what we were sort of reviewing with that uh, is that that is not a general AI. That's not a super intelligent AI. That's a very narrow or limited AI. So whilst everything is functioning well, the machine can do so much. The, the AI can do so much. But once you start... Um, uh, and and it, and it, it can compensate for certain failures, not you know catastrophic ones where you had uh, a, an oil pipe in the engine exploded, which mm. is what happened, uh, and that um, the shrapnel damaged a part of the wing uh, and the um, surface of the the, uh, the the wing structure, uh, which also punctured a, a fuel tank as well. It, it was almost as I I kind of said this off air. Well, actually, I did say this off air. It was like. Put it to a human. We cut the serv- We cut the spinal cord of an aeroplane because technically the only thing that the AI wanted to do was terminate. It wanted well, to terminate everything and turn it off. Which, if you cut a human's spine and it disconnects all, all the all the arms, legs, and motor functions of the human, so basically terminates a human as well. Um, to a certain extent, so how we that is an AI that okay for the time period it was, which was a few years ago, it was not a very smart AI. It was no, it, it was smart enough to when functioning properly. But you said off air that NASA had an AI that actually did something. Not necessarily an AI. So what, what, where we were getting to in our uh, off-air conversation is, is um, uh, I, I was making the point that um, a limited AI can only work in the boundaries of which it's been created. So if you, you know, uh, and, and we even had this silly example of, you know, you drive a car and, you know, you, you could get a car that drives itself. But if you, if you start disassembling it, if you start taking a wheel off or a, a piston out or whatever... 
um, there's only so much an AI can do to compensate for it if its capacity has been narrowed mm. by its design. Um, and, and many years ago, after actually uh, an, an aircraft incident where um, an aircraft lost hydraulic power, so like your example with the severing of the spinal cord, um, the hydraulic system in an aircraft is what controls all the um, flight surfaces. Yeah. Uh, and so um, NASA actually came up with a system that could allow the plane to continue to fly and um, operate by constantly adjusting the other remaining surfaces and they kept coming up with these different scenarios so um, that the the main flaps wouldn't work or um, the ailerons wouldn't work or the so um, in, and in that situation uh, the, the, com- the computer just kept working with whatever surfaces that it could manipulate to get the yeah. plane down to the ground uh, successfully yeah. surprisingly which I find mind-blowing is NASA offered that to both Airbus and Boeing and both companies rejected it. That wouldn't surprise me because then Airbus and Boeing would have to give NASA something in return, well, which yeah. most probably would have been some great funding. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they came up with their own. I mean, this is uh, going back a but couple of decades. Look at look at. Okay, let's look at space travel, for example. If NASA had that technology to. Okay, this is going to be a really bad example because a lot of people did pass away in the example I'm going to give you. The space shuttle that, uh, I can't think of its name now. Challenger? Challenger that went up and exploded um, because of a failure. How, if, if AI technology was around in that period um, to where we have today AI, so let's think about it. If, if we could have the AI that we have today go back in that time zone or in that time frame, do you reckon AI could have prevented it? I'm going to say yes, and I have absolutely zero evidence to back that up. Well, so, I, I would but say I'm yes. Say, I'm going to say yes because the failure, <laughs> everyone looks at the O-rings of the um, solid fuel booster rockets mm. as the failure point. But in fact, there was a lot of evidence, even the engineers said, uh, that this is actually a risk and we shouldn't actually take off in these temperatures and these conditions. And yet... Um, right even up to the very last couple of days, they signed off on it knowing yeah. that it was an actual huge risk. But so an AI, so th- yeah. there was some political pressure and some other pressures <laughs> on them to get this uh, um, uh, shuttle off the ground. Whereas an AI, I, I'm, I'm wondering, would it, would it have bowed to that pressure? Would it have that emotive concern or would it, would it feel that um, uh, expectation or would it just go, no, it doesn't meet, meet the parameters? But see, that that's, that's then raises a, the next point, which is AI overstepping its bounds and taking control over humans. So it's a human choice to go up in space. It was NASA's choice to press the button to launch it. But we're not talking about never allowing us to go. Maybe it wouldn't, actually. Maybe it, would, maybe it wouldn't. If we tell, you know, you've got to look after us, we're going to be your infants. Your and, yeah, you're going to, you've got to keep us safe. And so all of a sudden, the AI makes the decision that, uh, okay, so no risk is, is acceptable. But uh, then they, <laughs> goodbye drafting, yeah, goodbye talking. Yeah, good, yeah, no, 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 that stay at home. Goodbye Cotton food. Ball. Talk mm. about helicopter parenting. Oh, but this God. is from AI and drones. This would be like, um, uh, oh, what's that AI that's in that house? I can't think. How? Howie? I can't think of the name of the movie. The movie, I'm, it's the red circle. Oh, are you AI. talking about Space Oddity? Space Oddity. Yeah, but he had a name. How? How, yeah. How? I knew it was yeah. H. Yeah. Um, like that 
that kind of the greatest movie that ever depicted boredom. That movie, yeah, really. I don't understand why people think it was a fantastic science fiction movie. I, I, yeah, I and don't send in letters. I'm not interested. Uh, you won't change my mind. I'm that guy sitting in, on that desk with the um, the sign. Yeah, change my mind. I, I don't want to be. Yeah. It's like Avatar uh, uh, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James Cameron will come up to you. Yeah, no. We, yeah, we're gonna get. You're gonna get hate letters from James Cameron. Yeah, yeah, from James Cameron. Yeah, from the bottom of the Mariana Trench. So, let's talk about uh, quickly the. Let's say we, we implemented AI in our military, we implemented AI in, in everything. Let's say we were in an AI world. Then China decided to one day release some nuclear bombs, or it doesn't have to be China, it can be any country. Um, well, does AI then, because if we're thinking AI as not just one AI, but every country had their own AI, which meant different parameters because at the end of the day the humans are the ones coding it then where do we sit on the on the thing because if china or another country launched missiles and then our let's say the u.s uh ai system said oh we better go and push this button to go and get those missiles out does the human still have control over that well that's that's the uh, debate over general artificial intelligence and super artificial intelligence. Once, once that genie is out of the bottle, what's going to happen? Are we going to completely lose control of it? Doomsday, and, and that doesn't necessarily result in doomsday. Um, oh no, just Terminator. No, it doesn't have to result in that. You know, that's that's one of the um, assumptions. That's one of the um, uh, predictions that it, that will happen. Um, I mean, we've had this power and we've never used it um, in, you know, to the global um, extent. Um, and I guess one of, the, one of the people who do believe in these doomsday predictions, um, like Elon Musk in particular, he believes that the only solution um, or one of the solutions or main solutions to um, making sure that AI doesn't get away from us is, is that we actually connect ourselves to it. Um, no way. Through his neural link. <laughs> I can see you're ready to sign off. No, 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 no. Um, I uh, well, he's he sort of believes that it will be an additional layer to our own consciousness. Um, I'm yeah. not saying that I'm ready to sign up for it either. I'd like to actually see, uh, you know, <laughs> some sort of safeguard. I guess, it's, I guess it's great for criminals because if they get caught by the police, the police can just download their brain and just go, "Oh yeah, look, look at your memory. You, get, yeah, you did it." Yeah, yeah. Um, there we go. We've got evidence. We've got, you got evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's in your brain and. Yeah. Neuralink. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't like that idea of, of having. Yeah, but he sees it as like an extension of our mobile phones. So rather than just sort of sit there and tapping think, away. But that's the thing. He's going about this all wrong. Why not focus the Neuralink on helping people who can't walk? But that's by stimulate by stimulating the brain. Stop yeah. thinking about this as oh anyone can get into an augment reality because that's basically what part of it will be is that people can uh, download themselves into a computer system. I just see people getting lost in there yeah. too easily yeah. and potentially starving their human body, which yeah. then would kill them um, from a a human aspect because, well, the, then the, diff- the conversation is, can you upload a soul, I guess, to a computer system? Because if, if you're going to be living in AI, is that your brain working or is that the Neuralink working? And is that actually you in the AI world? Yeah, see, the, the, the little atheist in me goes, well, what do you mean by soul? You know, is, is, 
is consciousness the is aura, it, the aura of you. Yeah, but those are still nebulous words. You, you can use anything, you know. Your heartbeat, then. <laughs> you know, well, that, then that's again. Then that's something we can measure. That's something we can create. That's something that we can monitor. That's something we can mimic. And that's something that can fail. And we already have. You. We already have artificial hearts and all that sort of stuff. We so, do. So, we do. if consciousness then is is just simply a question of processing power. Um, oh, you just freaked my mind out, actually. <laughs> so keep going. I'll tell you this afterwards. You're not heading back into steps, are you? No, 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 no. Keep going. So if if, proce- if if consciousness is simply a matter of processing power, um, and uh, then that is actually for us um, as a species that you know doubles its computing power every couple of years. That that's a, that, we're now only talking about. Uh, a function of time, you know, and some people are actually predicting that we'll have this uh, super artificial intelligence and um, within the next 50 years. Uh, and some people might say, well, 50 years is a long time. And in fact, a lot of people in Silicon Valley are sort of saying, don't worry your pretty little head about it because, you know, it's not for a long time. Um, but, but then you have, you know, uh, people like Sam Harris uh, who says, you know, our reaction to this concept of superficial artificial intelligence, uh, it's it's like we have this massive failure of being able to identify that there's a there's a, there's a, a real big problem that could potentially be coming our way, and just because it's fifty years away, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that we can be complacent now. In fact, uh, he gave the example, you know, like um, you were talking about China and the US, mm. but you know, as we know, that most countries now are engaged in developing their own form of um, general intelligence if not super intelligence AI uh, so if you as one country found out that you know your um, competing country was six months ahead of you you know six months of general super intelligence artificial intelligence could give you a significant advantage on what you could do um, and you would you would start wondering how would other countries respond knowing that another country was just on the verge. But I think that's the thing we're we're not necessarily thinking that countries are on the verge. Like okay, we know that every country is developing AI. We know that private companies are develop, developing AI. We have Facebook, we have Google, etc., etc. Yeah. Et and this is the thing like that like we talk about a monopoly and all that kind of stuff and how Google knows everything, Facebook knows everything, Elon Musk wants to put something in your brain that will know everything. Um, Is governance going to change from the the governments that we have to corporate government, meaning that corporations will actually be controlling the world, not necessarily government for each country. So, for example, Neuralink could literally put this in your head. I just searched for a movie that ha- that is kind of like this called In Time. It was filmed in 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about in the future where people stop ageing at 25 but are engineered to live only one more year. Having the means to buy your way out of a situation is a short at, a shot at immortality, uh, immortal youth, basically. You stay young forever and stay alive forever. And the movie's called In Time. Go check it out if you haven't watched it. Highly recommend it. I love the movie. Um, but that, 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 the, talking about the Neuralink, basically it was like, hang on, they're going to put something in my brain that literally they could send a shock through it to, turn, to basically terminate me. If I don't pay my taxes, they could kill me. 
think of it. Well, because you got a piece of machine in your brain by a company that's a private entity. You don't pay your subscription fee. Terminated. Okay, doesn't really help for repeat business, though, does it? <laughs> well, but imagine after imagine if this is something that you have to by law get at, at birth. Well, though, though, and look, that opens up another. Another topic of conversation. Like, like I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, if I ever had a kid, I would not be stabbing something in his head um, and saying, right, we are now own you and you're part of this Kmart property. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, Kmart. Um, yeah, yeah, that's not good. But you get the point that I'm trying to make. It's like you don't want a private company having control over your vital organs. And we see another movie. Um, it was on... I don't think it was a movie. No, it was a movie where... This heart manufacturer was basically you would purchase time if you had a heart transplant, you'd buy a heart. But there's this, this, this was this mob ring that was stealing those hearts, modifying them to actually that you had to buy credit. And if you didn't have enough money to pay the ransom, they would terminate your heart. Is that a movie? It was a movie. Okay. Um, I think there might have also been a TV show about it as well, but um, this was definitely a movie. That I can't think of its name, so if someone knows what movie I'm talking about, please message us. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it was just... I, I won't be watching it. Well, no, but this is the thing. We're, we're talking about AI, and this, it's a form of AI. Like, okay, it's the most dumb AI possible. You, you have a, com- a computer system that says, right, as long as time is X keep heart beating if time equals zero terminate um, I, I don't think uh, a general or a super intelligent ai would need to worry about that because but does humans have to worry about that yeah because because we have seen especially recently um with the manipulation of social media um and uh, you know people are i don't know if you saw that uh, there was a, a, a doco uh, recently released um, called The Social Dilemma, uh, which is very, very good. And it, sh- it showed it, it didn't, there was no need for any sort of invasive probes and neural nets or anything like that. Um, but that people could be manipulated by simply uh, responding to the reward centres of the brain, yep. by keeping them engaged um, with social media uh, and only showing them things that. Um, Agreed with their uh, already cognitive biases mm. that they have, um, and and virtually demonising anything that was external to what they they were engaging with, and, mm. and we've seen that we're seeing that so much more now globally. Um, we've seen it in the U.S. elections. We've seen it with the um, Black Lives Matters. We've seen it in Poland. We've seen it um, with, with the. Um, uh, in France, uh, with the um, oh, what were they called the the yellow shirts? I think the the movement was, uh, and, and what we're seeing is is that people are constantly being reinforced the stuff that they're looking for, that but they're not getting mm. alternative or uh, any other access to information or not enough of it to be able to critically think about both sides. Um, and and also we're being polarized into thinking there's only ever two sides to things. But as that well. that's kind. Of Sorry to say this, but that's kind of like the media. But that's that's what I mean. And and when you consider that most media outlets now are 
uh, are owned by just a couple of um, companies. Yep. Uh, and, and this is actually something that sort of um, goes back to many of the systems that we had. You know, over the years, we've had lots of individual companies um, that had to compete against each other, but, uh, but then they were absorbed by larger or bigger companies or umbrella yep. companies. Or So the perceived concept that there's a lot of competition out there is actually not real. Mm. Um, in fact, most companies, if you look at them, they're owned by lots of bigger conglomerates. Yeah. And, and some of these are now global conglomerates. So, you know, um, and for, for them, it, they are then easier, it makes it easier. And they have certainly much more resources to manipulate the information that we're given. Um, and, and it goes back, and, and actually, this is not new. I mean, when we look at the healthy food pyramid, you know, most nutritionists will tell you that that was actually um, uh, manipulated by the cereals and grains. Of course. Um, to, be, to, to tell people that that's the most important element to have on your, on your plate. Mm. Um, and then, of course, you had all the other industries vying for you know, what was left. Veg. Okay, well, we are going to come back to AI after this, um, <coughs> that little diversion to fruit and veg. Um, stick around, stay tuned. You're listening to DRM1 United. DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. Oh, and you're back on DRN1 United. This is Soundbites, and we are talking about AI. Um, and what an interesting topic of tonight is, but I want to talk about one of the most favorite, well, not favorite car brands at the moment. Maybe they are. Well, but they're doing very they're well. They're doing very well, but. Tesla. Tesla. Tesla has self-driving cars. Everyone starts having self-driving cars. Um, <laughs> but Tesla is the company that people know and almost trust, I think. Like, there's been a few accidents with Teslas and, and yeah, a few yeah. rollovers, but because of and their design. Slamming into the side of trucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Catching on fire. Well, well done, Tesla. Um, but... Uh, we I, we set off air at the very beginning of the show about, and we, I think we talked about it in the other room, which was old people. Oh, I'm going to get slapped yeah, here. Yeah. But okay, let's say anyone that cannot drive on the freeway, or a blind person. Well, there who, are some people who aren't comfortable doing the speed limit. Well, then hand your license in. I agree, because <laughs> um, I'm always stuck behind them. But anyway, but let's let's okay, let's take a look at two two types of disabilities that affect a lot of people. We're talking about blind, uh, people who cannot see. People living with the visual so, impairment. Yeah. Yep, visible, visual impairment and deaf people. So deaf people okay. can't hear police sirens, ambulance sirens or other honking, beeping, other things around them. Now, of course, they've got the, their, their sight so they can adjust and I know a lot of people who are deaf do adjust very easily. But... What if there was an AI system that could adapt to the driver's capabilities and actually assist them where they need assistance? So you're talking about enhanced, enhancing their driving skills. Until such time they need to actually take over and just drive for them. But I I guess, I mean, that's the intermediate step. And um, whilst we did engage in a bit of Tesla bashing, they have not actually said that their cars are autonomous self-driving yet. Um, I think Elon Musk said pretty close to it. That's what he's heading for. That's what he's heading for. So he he has come up, I think, with, um, well, I I think the industry, not just him, has come up with five stages of autonomous autonomous vehicles. And I bet you they Um, have a good price tag. Well, 
Well, they're not up to five yet, and five is fully autonomous. So that mm. is the car that you you just it's you're the passenger. You, yeah, you're always the passenger, uh, and when you get to where you're going, you just step out, and the car goes and either parks itself or turns into an Uber for Uber for the day. But that's the thing, like that. That's going to be very interesting when we do get to that point, because okay, let's say that it's going to run on five G or six G, whichever's getting six G is currently being developed, um, and five G is coming to the public at the moment. Let's say there's an outage in the 5G community. Let's say Telstra or Vodafone or whoever it is just has a really bad day and the whole of the CBD is shut off. Mm-hmm. Your self-driving car is not going to self-drive because it's, not, because it's not going to be able to communicate to other cars. Now, we're, we're, I'm assuming that part of this autonomous car revolution is that every car and every bike and every thing that is to do with a car, including traffic lights, is talking to each other, communicating to each other through a mesh network. Now, Tesla did come out, I think, I think it was Elon Musk who came out and said um, that to be truly autonomous, they need to not rely on 5G or a cell tower network. They need to be able to communicate next to the car automatically. Um, so I think that's the fallback. Like, yeah, and, and don't forget, I mean, Tesla has spent a hell of a lot of money putting up the Starlink um, oh, that, satellite. <laughs> oh, you're getting angry. Don't <laughs> get me started with that. That's, that's just a waste of, of – we will not be – okay, no joke. The Starlight satellite things I saw beam across my house, which – uh, you might go, how? Yeah. I actually filmed it on my phone. Right. That's how reflective it is from, from 500 kilometres up in space, because that's how far it is up in space. I Googled it because I thought that it was a freaking alien UFO ship. Uh-huh. And then I Googled what this image was, because I used Google Image Search to actually find it. And they were like, oh, it's Starlink. And I'm like going, Jesus, like, yeah. seriously, you're going to block this, the sky out because of the material, and he has come out and said, look, we do still have lots of work to do on it because, unfortunately, the arms of the satellite are very reflective and they reflect light very easily. So, personally, I'm not for it. I don't think that, that private companies should be putting that many satellites up in space when... There's other ways to get internet. I understand the process of it, or the reason behind it, yeah. which is super fast satellite internet. However, uh, then the question is, because technically it's not in space, it's on the edge of space, is, is it able to do... Is it still signed to the same space treaty that every country is signed to, such as in uh, conspiracy theorist here, yeah. which is weapons in space? So, I'll tell you why I say that. NASA, uh, not NASA, the US government has developed a hypersonic missile, which, which is like the Concorde, yeah. which can go to the speed of sound or the speed of light or something couple, like that. It's quite, quite fast. Yeah. And the way that they're doing it is they send it to space yeah. and they can basically do that. Now, they say, and this is from the article I read, um, you'll have to Google it if you want to know what article it was, Um, but they basically say that because it's travelling so fast that no rocket projectile or anti-defence mechanism can shoot it down. Right. So, are 
is Elon's satellites going to be able to shoot them down? Because they're closer to the rocket that's being launched. They most probably would have technology that they could put into those satellites, such as laser beams and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Samsung has the patent on laser-destroying missiles. Right. So a laser that destroys a missile. Simple. Uh, sounds simple. Not quite simple. But by the way it does it is by heating up the air around the yeah, missile yeah, yeah. and it just destroys it. Sorry, conspiracy theorist here. Yeah, However, yeah. the question... <laughs> hey, you got, hey you, you got me started. I'm, I'm finishing. Yeah, um, no, you go for but, it. But <laughs> it's, it's, we're, we're talking about AI. Imagine I, I'm these, sure we're not. Well, imagine these machines, these, these missiles, yeah. being controlled by AI technology. Mm. Just... And... Yeah. Hypersonics are, are, aren't just developed by the US. Um, They're developed by everyone, even China. Yeah, China and, and Russia both claim to have theirs. And, in fact, they claim to have theirs before the US did, so I don't know whether that's a... That's always the way. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's Russia's a, pretty smart, you know that. He's a... Putin's a hunk of a man. <laughs> and we'll move on. <laughs> Come on, Daddy. <laughs> It's, no, it's but late Friday afternoon, isn't it, Russ? It is. It's 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 six fifty five, people. Um, um, well, lasers shooting down hypersonics, uh, I, I don't think can happen through Starlink. You don't reckon? I, they're just not that powerful little devices, um, the little satellites. Um, they're pretty powerful. Not they take yeah, a beam but, from Earth and yeah, but you're, there's a difference between microwave and lasers capable of sustained, um, concentrated. Um, focus on... What if they're plasma bullets? Okay. Like we in, Let, yeah. Let's maybe go back to talking about self-driving cars because <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a dark alleyway that... <laughs> we don't want to be on the NSA's watch list. <laughs> I don't actually think that it has much merit. I think, I think, I think that if, if hypersonic missiles are being developed by all countries... Yeah. It has merit because... No, but that's a different thing. I don't think Starlink satellites being used as... Missiles? Laser relays to shoot down these things. They might help to track them. I don't but know. imagine if they had the capability of shooting down missiles. Because there's one thing to have air-to-ground missile defences, but another thing to... If a missile is, let's say, 30,000 feet in the air and you're... Satellites are closer to the missile than the ground is, for example, mm. or has better chance of hitting it. Why not put those missile defense systems up in the space? Well, you've got to get them up there first. Have you seen SpaceX? They're right. pretty good at putting things in space. Okay, so. And they can make it AI and yeah. link it together. Yeah. And then you have. Terminator, Starlink, or whatever they call it. What was, the, what was the, the Terminator system, the one that they were trying to launch all the time? Skynet. Skynet. You would have Skynet, yeah. thanks to Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm not saying that that will happen. I'm just saying that... Yeah, it, you're doing a good impression of it. <laughs> <laughs> Send me to the nut home now. Um, <laughs> conspiracy theorist 101. <laughs> but uh, that is where technology could potentially go. It's not a good. It's not a good. If, thing. if you're going to if you're going to talk about potential directions, yeah, you can make anything up. Like we could also go to space and leave Earth behind and move to Mars and make a Mars colony. Yeah, that's not going to be that easy. 
Elon Musk thinks it is. I know he does. And look, I, I wish him all the success because I agree with the statement. Even Stephen Hawking agreed with the statement. We need to become a multi-planetary uh, species. Um, oh, I, I think that's just going to ruin everything. Like, one day there's going to be another Big Bang, or not a Big Bang, a big meteorite that wipes us out. And yes, technically the sun could blow up in however million... 4.5 billion years. Billion years, yeah, that's quite a long way away. I won't I'll be life. quite old by then. Do you reckon you'll still have... Do you reckon if AI gets that developed... Okay, imagine if you're 100 years old and Elon Musk said Neuralink can upload you to the cloud. Oh, Would you do it? I have awful feeling that I'm going to be like uh, Futurama ahead in a <laughs> jar. Or oh, God. when really I just want to be Bender. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I would. Okay, so if someone said to me that I could live forever in the in the internet, no, no, I would rather die and know that that's it. Yeah, you had your your one one way yep. through. Yeah, one one way ticket. Because then it puts you into so much other risk. If you've ever watched The Simpsons and seen, or not even The Simpsons, just uh. uh Oh, what is that pack? Oh, there's that movie that I cannot think again where they go to the internet. It's a kids' movie. Um, can't think of it. I'll, I'll put it on our Facebook link when I, when I can find it. But um, basically, imagine being a computer AI or a computer avatar and then getting a virus. Just like humans get viruses all the time. But yeah. now you're not in a human body, you're... Which should make it easier to fix. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, but let's get finish on the on the topic of cars. Are we? Do you reckon in the next ten years we're going to have self driving cars to the point where people will not have to hand in their licenses when it's time to hand in your license? Well, I I think we are. Um, that's not a prediction, and I'm not in giving anybody any financial advice or where to invest their money. <laughs> oh, so you're um, investing in Tesla? No, I'm not. I'd love to. I, w- I wish uh, I had. I wish I you had. Know, I was thinking at the beginning of the year I needed to buy Tesla shares, and I, now I'd have a lot more money than what I would have. But, um, yeah, but, totally but if you look at all the major car manufacturers, they are all investing in, in um, self-driving vehicles, autonomous vehicles. Um, so it's not just uh, an opinion. Um, it's actually where... Um, these you know, organisations, these massive organisations, are investing a lot of money, some serious cash. Mm. So, and and they've had to make a lot of changes. I mean, they've invested a lot into the whole um, electric vehicle EV market uh, and development, um, all the battery um, technology. Because once you get to a certain um, uh, energy density in the batteries. Um, and they're not that far off it, um, mm. then you're going to see a lot of changes in a lot of, um, of our equipment. And, and, and now we're, we're talking about um, uh, self-flying drones that can carry passengers. So, you know... Yeah, I, no thanks. I, well, you say that, you know, um, and look, and, I, and I, I think that's a fair weather type of thing. I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd want to be in a drone during a, a thunderstorm. Give me a self-driving car... As, as, sorry, a self-flying car first, then give me a drone. Well, that's what it is. No, it's just a drone. It's, okay, so this is Oh, what you mean something that can be both a car and a... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but they're two very different types of machine. What, what put a helicopter thing on top and voila, done. I'm glad you're not an engineer. 
<laughs> one is about momentum and one is about aerodynamics. No, you can't be a car and a helicopter at the same time. Well, not with that but, attitude. <laughs> but if you want to drive in a... If you're stuck behind cars and you're like, frig this, I'm going to just put them in helicopter mode and... <laughs> If you can't have just people bopping up into the air whenever they feel like it, otherwise... Uh, imagine if you could, though. Yeah, well, I can imagine, imagine lots of things. Imagine if you had magnetic... Uh, uh, so you had your road, but then you had a, a, a rail as such above you that was just enough so that you could be on the bottom or you could be on top, and all you had to do is press a magnet, and it would pull your car up, and you're, you're driving on top lane instead of the road so you ca- imagine two lanes of, of cars on top of each other and you think that's a better idea than a, <laughs> than even. a drone that could go on to multiple so you can have multiple levels of drone of, of road. which which is there for the vertical con- concept of bandwidth for mm. cars or drones, well, well, we're as keep, opposed to one rail that's magnetic. We keep complaining that we're running out of space on our roads for all these cars, so let's just double-decker the cars. No, but the, the once you if, you... if you can have self-driving cars, then you, you, you can reduce the number of vehicles on the road. In theory, yes. But, In theory, yeah. But people won't but, want to yeah, but, go a long way to work if there's always a short way to work. But... The, but part of that is the way we structure our movement in the fact of that we we keep saying that all industries must be open by, well, the majority, I shouldn't say. By 9am. Yeah, by 9am. So, and schools open at 7am or 7 yeah. I don't know. I don't know what schools are. 7am. Um, so, you know, in, in other countries where they've actually scaled that and said, right, we're going to try and distribute that a bit more evenly over the day, um, then they can reduce congestion that way. Just work from home. One thing COVID taught us is you can work from home. You know, I absolutely agree. Uh, I still don't understand. If I was an employer, uh, I could I could actually say to my employees, listen, you can work from home two days a week, even if you just did that. Mm. That's the equivalent of about a two grand pay rise a year. You know, and, that, and that's, that's saving the... In, in theory. In theory, but saving parking, saving driving, saving or um, public transport costs. Mm. But the big bonus is because people are so time poor, um, that two days also then means, like for example, myself, when I go to work, it's a 45-minute drive there, 45-minute drive back. So mm. I lose an hour and a half a day just doing that. If you could give people an hour and a half uh, or three hours a, uh, a week back to do things, mm. you know, People can catch up on sleep for starters, um, you know, or yep. chores, or get an early start on, the, on on housework, so they can enjoy their weekend properly. Most, now weekends are, uh, are just simply pressing the reset button, so you can go back to work on Monday, and, oh. and, and a very little rest and recreation. Funny you time. talk about weekends because um, I think next week we should be talking about weekends because there's a new study that came out saying that we should actually be working Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and have. Wednesday and fr- and Sunday as the days off. Apparently, you won't get so exhausted. Oh, just okay. I'll Instead have of to. Ha- inst- there is another push for having Wednesday off and Saturday Sunday off. Yeah, I think we need to start reducing the amount of time we're working because you know seriously, this yeah. is going to be a whole new concept. So put this down for next week on work hours because you know I remember. You know, when I was a teenager, they said when the computers come in and we're going to have so much leisure time and so. But what it's been replaced with is 
um, the stuff that actually slowed us down to do work has now been eliminated. So now we're working at capacity all the time. Um, we're not getting all this leisure time that we were told we were going to do. No. So, and people don't want to pay you more. No, um, and business productivity is up. Kind wages of. Are, no, it is. Our GDP is high, you know, even before COVID. Um, and, and wage growth has been stagnant. So, but anyway, well, that's, that's topic next, for another that's, time. That's next week. We'll talk about work hours and work wage and, and yeah. weekends. And we'll if this talk. is your area domain, come and join us. Yes, talk to us. Um, and uh, hopefully we will see you next week. Uh, you can catch the podcast on DRM1 United or on Spotify um, and all the good podcast places that you must love and enjoy. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.